Legend. Gibbons there looking for room, getting it now. Jagjip being tackled by a strike, a namesake the middle. Celestial Legend winding up on the outside now. And the favourite really lifting there. Celestial Legend ran straight past them. Welcome to Bit Doctor behind the curtain. Look at how pro punters operate. I'm your host, Scoot. I've got uh, Walt in here, the Bellamine Tiger, Benny Elias himself. How are you, Big Red? Mate, tragic day, tragic day. Tina, Tina's gone. Yeah, big Tina's loss. Tina's gone. Tina Turner. Simply the best, named after DK. Yeah, very very sad. Look, we've got the we've got the. What's that, Mad Max? Mad in Max. The, How about you didn't moment. even know what it was, mate. How can you be Australian if you don't know what Mad Max is? I've seen a couple of those Mad Max things, and eighty three not, not out. I reckon she lived uh, some pretty tough years, but some pretty bloody big ones as well. She was a she was a freak. Yeah, no, great singer, great. Tina. Great artist. Uh, DK, how are you down there, mate? Uh, yeah, I'm all right. Scoot and in the middle of I'm um, batching again. Like, my missus just swans around everywhere, as you know. I'm every every month or two, I'm batching. So batching again, the missus in June, yeah. Over in Japan, uh, doing their best. Actually, Tokyo Disneyland today, Nico. That might be all right, Tokyo Disneyland. <laughs> yes. That's where we're heading today. But me and my little daughter, we're, 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 we're two out, but we're going all right, mate. Uh, although not yet. No, it isn't. It, uh, and that, my contribution, didn't, didn't, didn't some bloke say my contribution's that of a a dirty old poopy diaper or something on this show at the moment or something. So got to lift me game apparently, but uh, pretty happy if that's all that bloke's getting out of my contribution to this show. That's that. I hope that continues anyway. How are you, Nico? I missed that. I needed to pump me up during the week. I can't believe I missed it. <laughs> so, someone's just uh, gone after him. Maybe back that thing of Henry Dwyer's that went over. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. No, he couldn't have. The show wasn't released by the time the thing ran 15 link gone at the 400. So it was all right anyway. Nick Ryan, if I need too good, then Ryan. Yep. Keep pumping him up, then Ryan. Nico, how'd you go yesterday? Uh, Sale was a uh, was a different one, wasn't it? No vision. All day. Yeah, there's no vision. Um, no, I think they, they kicked in later in the day, but um, we sort of gave Sale a, a brush yesterday, given we did our Saturday and Sunday last week. We had two two good results there. So uh, Vonglay getting the cash down the straight, and then I think penultimate one on Sunday, Scoot, was a real good result for the syndicate. So Fat. We're, uh, we're up and about, looking forward to a big weekend. I haven't really done much action since then, so uh, we're fresh and ready to go. Fresh and firing. So we're up 40.78 units since Jan 1st. So we're trucking along nice. And I tell you what, Donnie is absolutely airborne and everyone's um, just picking the eyes out. I think we're last probably month or three weeks, I think we're having less bets, but Jesus Christ, we're, um, we're backing some winners there. So jump on that board, that one, if uh, you're struggling on the punt at the moment because we won't stop. We, uh, we love it at the moment. Uh, we'll keep, try and keep the show positive, but an interesting one uh, floating around and doing the rounds at the moment is the South Australian Carnival. I see Terry uh, McAuliffe on racing.com. He's been pretty bo- vocal about it. Uh, I think Royal Merchant won last week, and it seems to be a bit in the abyss. So this is what uh, Terry says, and there's talk about the carnival moving. I spoke to um, Tristan and asked him, I said, you know, how's, how's, how's it been year on year for turnover and things like that? And Obviously, their turnovers dropped, but he normalised the turnover and he still thinks it's down 50%. So, for me, that's alarming. And I was I'm a little bit surprised because I thought the, the quality of horses were okay. Um, Mate, Royal Merchant won the race. Hey? Royal Merchant. It's a dead set class two horse. It's just one of Goodwood and you're saying the, the quality of the field was okay. There's a couple of good I, horses. I, mean, I used to love waiting for the Goodwood. Every, it was a great race. You'd be tracking it six, seven weeks out. I didn't. I couldn't tell you. Did it win be six? I didn't even watch it. You're anti-Adelaide racing, though. Not at all. Not at all. I'm, I'm, I'm positive high-quality racing, and you can't say that was a good field. Well, I'm trying to scratch. Look, as I sort of called it, they've moved it away from a handicap, so that's hmm. one problem. They've gone from $1 million in 2017 back to half a million. They've killed Oak Bank. The government's anti-racing. 
And then the majority of their races, um, with the exception of this week, you got uh, Murray Bridge, and they've um, you know created a pretty good track there. But it's basically you're racing at the same track over and over again. So it sounds. Uh, I spoke spoke to a guy yesterday. Actually, he's more of a uh, harness and a greyhound punter, but. Even he thinks that SA racing is sort of dying because they don't have a pop-up race. So the new perception is that if you don't have a pop-up race or some sort of, you know, fluffy make-believe hype race, that your racing's, you know, on the nose and going stale. But, you know, I think the what they're doing on .com's good. I think the quality of racing is not as bad. But um, maybe they are in a position where they're going to fall back in rank. I guess the top three of obviously Victoria, New South Wales, Queensland, um, WA seems to be going okay, and then... Maybe Tassie is somewhere that would overtake SA in terms of a relevance point of view. Sort of the main point that was skipped over a little bit there was why the hell would you change it from a handicap? Mm. That that was the, that was what made the Goodwood. Mm. You know, and there's not too many of those sort of high quality handicap sprints that um, you can aim your horses up at progressive horses and yeah, I, I, it's just mind boggling. But anyway, mm. it sounds it's, I haven't really. In- invested really well like they could have saved oak bank had they fixed the track many years ago and this is probably the gripe that we make about prize money increases in new south wales if all that money and the excess money that they the sort of they've just re-raised themselves and increased the prize money there if all that money was spent on tracks instead they can weather the storm for tough times what do you guys but think how, of- can, how can you have tough times if, you, if you've increased your prize money if you've got pop-up races worth 10 million and then you can Oh, we're we're coming into tough. Like, how can you keep a straight face? Exactly, it's poor, especially it's when you're not management. using. You know, say, okay, you've got a hundred million, eighty million gets spent on making sure your infrastructure, your participants, everyone's looked after. Twenty million goes into prize money, something like that. Not the opposite, which it seems to be. I, I don't know, the whole thing's just insanity. Yeah, for me, I'm still betting in uh, SA. I, I sort of like the product. What about you boys over there, DK? I, you'd probably sometimes find a maiden or a lightly raced horse that sometimes sneaks under your guard and pops up over in SA, much to your demise. But any ideas about Scoot, SA? I've, I've gone drunk on that thing yesterday, Scoot. I've gone drunk on that thing yesterday. There's a oh, the dollar twenty chance has gone over here. Oh, what's beating it? That bloody delayed action, Scoot, from that Ballarat horse. Mm. I know, remember that thing you'd said the other week? Yeah. Bloody thing. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah. Found that out an hour after the race. But anyway, I think, um, listen to what Terry McCall have said, I mean, you've got to find your time in the sun. And the times in the sun are, are areas where there's not where you've got, you know, you've got your own time there. They're just squashed in different parts here and there's no real interest. Like, so what Terry McCall is saying, use that end of November space and have some good race there and then put, horses can push on from Melbourne. And then if they want, they can push on to Western Australia, which is a nice progression, pushing across to the, to the West. Um, and the other thing is, this is the quality of um, you know the, the stock they're getting over there. I mean, they got, what that, that as he said, that was the weakest Goodwood in, in history. So um, you know they've got a yeah, you've got a, a uh, racing Victoria going hard. So just for instance, Geelong are getting their own standalone. When's that? Early January. Early January. Because yeah. it's their time in the sun. Beautiful, nice, big big crowds down there. Good time of racing. Nothing else on in metropolitan racing apart from Magic Millions. Okay. Have so. they just taken too long though? Like the spring, this spring carnival is not going to end in Melbourne until December. Like that's going to be like the, when we start going to Ballarat and that. Mm. So, is it December? Pushing it right back to December so now. So like they're, yeah. they're still going to be competitive. Like they're still going to have to compete with Melbourne in that time. Well, that's period, right. So. Well, there you go. Miss the boat. That's right. I feel, I feel Do, like they're full on missed the boat. And they will. This won't happen. They won't, it's not going to change. Nick, you know, that's got to. That's only going to be worse for them because they're going to have to compete with Melbourne and Perth. 
Yeah. Oh so God. like the I think the spot they're in now is actually not too bad a spot because they're at the back end of the Sydney and sort of Melbourne carnival and then it's just they're competing with Queensland because Perth's not really a factor at the moment. So um, how, how do they get giga kicked to the Goodwood and not to the Exactly, to the they've got to figure out a way to what are the 10,000 attract. Get get a horse that can attract people to the right, races or right. something well, like that. Take over went there, didn't mm. he? And I'm invincible. Yeah. And these, well, he bet, take over target. Funnily enough, beat I'm invincible. Yeah. They used do to you get... do you put a bonus in? You know, you win the new market, you get a 500k bonus to go in the Goodwood or something mm. like that, just to mm. try and track the a horse that could just sort of do both. But yeah, I think definitely back to a handicap. Like their Oaks was good. Their Derby seemed to be pretty strong. Like promised the Skeps to go on the Queensland Derby, sort of seven dollars, which we'll touch on later. Like I think well, that's those... the right form, except for that odds-on chance. That's the dominant. The rest of the forms. I think that was all right. Form. I think yeah. the the Sangster was all right. No one was sort of questioning the strength of that form too much. I think it was probably just the the Goodwood. You know, they're probably just lacking Goodwood. a real. So two, was it two or three stars? Horses. Two or three stars ago, Holly Lolly was getting past Royal March in a bloody <laughs> in a restricted race at Sandown. Mate, it, anyway. it, it won a maiden at, at Canterbury this prep, didn't it? I think it's been up a long time. It's a great training effort, but what the heck? Unbelievable! It's just the last three years. The jock, what about the jock? Hey, like first it was, ride in Hong Kong last night. No worries. Yeah, I know a lot good. of people. Jury, you're a bit out on him, MD, but I've, he's he's a great jock, MD. No, we're back aboard now. <laughs> <laughs> The, the, it's not. It's like it's only like Royal Merchant, Lombardo, Savatoxel last three years. Before that, you had like Trekking, Dispatch, okay, Santa Ana Lane, Vega Magic, Blackheart, Bart, Flamberge, okay, Smoking Joey, okay, Platelet, Black Caviar, Velocity, Takeover Target. Like it's it That's was been good gone for ten years. Well, it's the last few are just diabolical, aren't they? Like Trekking, he ran in a few Everest and things like that. But it's uh, Santa Ana Lane, very good Vega Magic, great horse. It's um. Well, there's obviously something changed. Administrators are custodians of the racetracks and the, the PRAs, so it's they're not having any effect with the government. And I, I, Brisbane and Queensland Racing was in a similar state a few years back, and they've finally worked a good relationship with the government, and now Queensland are sort of back on their feet. But Black Caviar, I think she raced in the Sangster in, what, 2012? Remember when she – and they called – it was that embarrassing call. 2012, that, yeah. That, that funny little race call, but – yeah, they need to figure out um, what whether they like racing or not because it, it is it's it's on the cusp of um, slipping back down towards sort of Tassie levels. And if they can ever get in the room to figure out the pattern, they're at big risk of um, taking some of these um, group status off their races if um, if that means anything anyway. So yeah, it's um, it's an well, interesting it does one. because it stops the breeding cycle going there so good mares and things mm. will stop going so it does mean something for sure it'll just weaken it even further right, it's going to be a uh, a big show it's going to be a queensland centric show because uh, that's what we are now according to uh dk the comics lounge is in uh, north melbourne i did see all the photos of jim allen pop up so that did happen and he did, does exist still uh, make sure you check out the Comics Lounge there in North Melbourne. They're home of comedy. DK might uh, roll Can we in get there. like a voucher for, to the to the Comics Lounge out to that bloke who put the comment up about DK or something? Because that's got to be that's got to be crack of the week, week or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get him a free a free session. I think it's good. I'm surprised DK reads the comments. <laughs> I, I, I can't believe he's found it. it. I was what going you... there to check something. I said anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> there he was, the keyboard warrior. <laughs> He'll be back this so week. He'll be back this week if you're giving him time in the sun. Today's show is going to be a beauty. Uh, last week well, it was pretty lean, but uh, the launch job was Celestial Legend. Donnie found it and uh, uh, Walt Rubber stamped it or the other Celestial way around. Celestial Legend? That's what was it called? Celestial Legend. Is that what it? it was called? Yeah. Okay. And you thought I knocked the price off. Hmm? I didn't knock the price off. It was a scratching. I didn't tell you to knock the price off. You accused me of knocking the price off. When? It was a scratching. On the show? you got a short memory. 
I thought it was 320, yeah. Anyway, Walt's going to do two races for a change this week at Randwick. Uh, Sandown's back again. The track's holding up. How do you think the track's holding up? I know the um, the jump circuit uh, got a nice little watering and uh, that, that brought Britannicus uh, undone, Nico, but how are you feeling about all this racing at Sandown? It's very tired, um, you know, with the – obviously, it's hard to cop a lot. Even uh, Caulfield's sort of not in play, and a lot of those meetings would be at Caulfield at the moment, but it is extremely tired. But they've gone rail back into the true on the hillside. Can be a rail position that can favour those horses on the speed, the true on the hillside, but uh, we'll just sort of wait and see there. But uh, there's no doubt it's uh, – the longer they continue just to hammer away at it, it is getting extremely tired. But uh, lucky they probably move a few meetings back to the lakeside soon, but – Yep, uh, I think there's a bit of rain predicted, isn't there, sort yeah. of today and tomorrow, yeah. so we'll just yeah, sort of wait and see with that. Yeah. I reckon it could deteriorate a lot quicker than people might think. Uh, Jason has a party. He's a late, late scratching, so something's come up in the last 10 minutes, so hopefully he's all sweet there. So we're going to have a look at the Queensland Derby, and I guess I'll just fumble my way through Murray Bridge. He's found a runner there. And uh, Top Sport Steamers, uh, they're all Queensland bets, which is beautiful, and uh, best of the best is back on all Group 1 Queensland races, so... Kingsford Smith this weekend, Queensland Derby, odds to 5,000. So that's helping uh, Top Sports turn over a leap. So if you just want to set and forget and get the best price, make sure uh, you check out uh, Top Sport there. That is the product that we like. Uh, let's have a quick look at the market for the uh, the Queensland Derby. We might as well just kick straight into that one. And Kovalika is the uh, favourite here. $1.70 is pretty uh, pretty lean in from $1.90. Promises kept seven fifty. Special sway nine dollars. The vows thirteen. Aberfeldy boy fifteen. Fame twenty one. Stroke of luck twenty six. Angelus is or Andalus is thirty four. And then you can get uh, bigger odds. The rest. First replay we're going to have a look at here is the favourite Kovalika. Um, you can see him just uh, ridden pretty quiet here um, in the other uh, blue and white uh, was a fence a bit of an advantage this uh this day well i don't think it was a disadvantage or like probably hard fence probably not great but i think you know the ground that he saved versus um versus having to sort of come around them and it definitely wasn't easy to sustain a run wide either it was sort of a bit of a sweet spot where the two well you know the winner and second horse have probably come but i think it sort of suited his best attributes and he's got a nice sort of turn of foot and then sort of maintains it so um i don't think i, I think it, that was a, a pretty perfect leading run for a seven day backup mm. uh, coming into this kovalika it's interesting um obviously zaki was uh pretty ordinary there a tissue's gone and miss and then um you've got a horse like Jouet sort of just running up b- along beside him we'll have a look at the sa derby form and uh, first up Jouet too right yeah, yeah exactly too so there's tiny queries on some of that form but uh, the sa derby here you got uh, promises kept and um, you got uh, here's the winner, Dunkel DK's horse in the uh, the black and red, and then uh, winding up down the uh, down the outside, you've got uh, Aberfeldy Boy sort of running along. Interesting uh, conversations that I had when I was down at uh, Melbourne on a bit of a uh, work slash stream slash birthday party trip, and uh, a couple of people wanted to poo poo the SA Derby form, but uh, I thought the uh, the three the first three across the line. Will all sort of go close to making the mark eventually? Is decent and handy stays, but um, I think eventually is the key word to that. Yeah, I'm not sure whether yeah. how much can be left in the tank of a horse like Promises Kept. Obviously, a very good horse, but um, you know, big travel up and like does a few things wrong still, doesn't it? Like it's not it's a big task for that horse to to come up here and and win a Queensland Derby in a race where it looks like there's going to be more pressure probably than the race that it's coming out of, even though it was an enormous run there. 
So I think uh, the way Az is going to play this is probably Dutch promises kept and Aberfeldy boy. I'm a little bit wary of Kovalika. Only really negatives I could find if he doesn't run 2,400 uh, and he doesn't sort of handle the seven-day backup. But as Walt said, I thought it was a, uh, a pretty um, pretty Yeah, 170 is like balls of steel, isn't it? In any sort of a race like this. Um, Do you reckon they'll bet, they'll bet evens, won't they? I'd say so. We're close enough. Mm. Um, They're yeah. just trying to get the multis in short. Yeah, pretty much. The, that the horse that snuck over here and won the lead up um, special is hard to ignore just because nothing really led and won that day. It was a a terrible headwind, and um, the boys kind of said that he set a pretty solid tempo there and and just booted like it was um, it was a pretty special sway. It's pretty special win really in isolation. So it's hard to completely ignore it. And I thought there was a decent ruffie in the bottom that sort of come wide in that race that um, was back in trip extra revs. One of uh, Johnny Sargent can. Can get one ready for a twenty four hundred meter race, and it's like forty to one. I thought it was worth throwing in exotics, uh, but yeah, Kovalika obviously completely stands out. But um, yeah, dollar seventy doesn't interest me. Mm, I thought uh, Andalus from the John O'Shea yard was worth a forgive as well. He was narrowly beaten in the uh, NZ Derby round, sharp and smart, and then he had no no luck. I think he bungled the start in the Australian Derby, and it was sort of a bit ridden upside down that that day anyway, or the whole race was just a um, bit of a mess, so that was on the heavy track. So Andulus at $34 might be one to put in exotics. You boys down in Melbourne got any theories about uh, the Queensland Derby? Oh, I just – Aberfeldy boys, the one I wanted to sort of take out of the South Australian Derby. He sort of had no luck there again. He had no luck in the Victoria Derby. Um, you know, Line Fine has got the 2,400-metre run under – or a mile and a half run under the belt at the – you know, going into this, he's upwards into his prep. He's, what, he's third, fourth up, you know, so he's 16, 2,021. So, um, yeah, he's, he's, he's a good horse. And, yeah, and uh, I know I work, finally worked out why Duncan wasn't mentioned on the show, on the run sheet last week, Nick. <laughs> didn't back it in the stream, did you? No. No, that's why. No, cu- cupboard job watching <laughs> cupboard that job, again. Cupboard job. <laughs> Far out. Uh, yeah, but- what do you think? Yeah, I thought uh, I think people against that SA Derby form because it hasn't rated that well. I saw in sort of the GTX data that Dan O put out and a few of those I, other places because because Mzar was playing games in front. Wasn't yeah, he's going so slow, yeah, so I think it was, it was hard for them to sort of bump that rating up. So I think uh, as a whole, the market will probably be against that form. So I think there could right. be a slight edge there. Well, I reckon Aberfeldy the half the faster they go, it'll suit Aberfeldy boy. I reckon. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I agree with Walt as well. I thought Extra Revs, he was probably the best run of that other lead-up, um, the proper lead-up leading into this. It's probably not the A form, given you probably have the SA Derby and Kovalika's Doom and Cup run in front of it, but uh, he looks the horse will definitely run 2,400. I think fame's been 71 into 21. Has bolted in his last two starts in Moynton. I doubt he, he'd run a bad race. He wants fast run. He's at his best in fast races, yeah. so if it's fast run, that's him. Yeah, but Extra Revs, I agree with Walt. He'd be one to throw into your exotics for sure. Sounds like there's a few people going to bet around this uh, odds on favourites so definitely we're going to see even money based on uh, all the comments that the boys have just made on the show so um, I'm, I'm, we'll get we'll get Azza to tweet a little little summary or we'll put out a little voice memo he loves a voice memo so we'll retweet that on the little birdie handle I'm sure he'll uh, watch the show and catch it up Murray Bridge is uh, the next place we're going to go find a bet of his and here's a market Clabelle for 40 um, <laughs> Dunn McGlass, that's a good name, uh, 460 Storyteller, 460 Hope at Hand, $6 Birdies Galore, $8 Noble Magnate, 950 Magical Slipper, 15 Cold Case, $17. The um, the replay that we're going to have a look at here is Magical Slipper and it's P. Stokes, Kayla, Cla- Kayla Crowther, rather. <clears throat> oh, sorry, it's uh, Hope in Hand. Sorry, I'm uh, sleep at the wheel here. But this is uh, the Royal Merchant form here. So you've got Royal Merchant, She Dances, Seven Veils. 
and I won't assume that this is just a uh, a big drop back in class. And you can sort of see uh, hope at hand, a bit like a drunken sailor, um, sort of speared back to the inside. It probably wasn't the best place to be, and uh, maybe a big drop back in class is what uh, As is thinking here. But um, I'm pretty confident that no one else has uh, done the race. But at six dollars. Uh, this is his second uh, second pick after the Queensland Derby, so make sure uh, you have something on that. All right, we'll uh, we'll keep pushing forward to uh, Sandown with uh, with you, Nico. And race two is the race that we're going to have a look at here. Favorite is uh, Great Mama at five dollars. Cotel five fifty. Bubble Palace five fifty. End Journey seven dollars. Charm Run nine fifty. Drop the verse nine fifty, and then Flying on a Limb is fourteen dollars. Tanto fifteen dollars. Uh, Panache is sixteen dollars. And the replay we're going to have a look at here is Flying on a Limb. First up winner, Clinton McDonald Stable. Tell us why you like it. Yeah, it was sort of wide here, blending into the race in the uh, the, the red sleeves there with the checks and. Thought this was a really good win. She comes home in the fastest last 200 meters of the meeting. She doesn't really know what it's fully about yet, which is probably the question mark given it goes Malum to Gaudry. But um, she definitely got a motor, this horse. It was a fast tempo. Uh, that to the 600 leader has gone about five and a half lengths above, and she's still come home in the quickest last 200 of the night. Stays at 1,000 meters here. So you look through her four mass preparation, she'd always shown a little bit. Um, she won a really strong maiden at Cranbourne to win the campaign against Nunthorpe, who's been stakes play. Shame went and won at Pakenham the start after, and then Ali D sort of been thereabouts in a lot of maidens. I don't think this race is much stronger than, say, a 64 or a 70. It's probably like a midweek race, really. Um, and I thought there was probably a few chinks in, you know, Bubble Palace and Great Mama. Great Mama won at Cranbourne also um, and didn't run anywhere near his sort of flash figures. Uh, I just thought, Coming out of the maiden form has been very underrated here. Flying on a limb drops from 57.5 to 53.5. Soft run from barrier number three. I don't know. You might have a bit of a thought on this horse, DK, out of the uh, the strong run Cranbourne maiden. was, yeah. But yeah it was big. Like, to the, to the eye, it's a big win, isn't it? Was it mm. four wide the trip? And, and it's, backed, it's backed it up on the clock. I can't really understand why it's $14. Oh. Yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true, true. Just the only thing is it does race keen. That's why it was out there. So it pulls. So just Gaudry, but low draw, you know. She can. It is obviously a bit, bit of a tricky horse to ride, and Mellum just sort of went with it the other day, and it was a oh man, that was a big win. I mean, that's it. I love foreseeing seeing all sitting wide and finish it off. So, at what odds did you say? Thirteen, fourteen dollars. Yeah, I thought the market could definitely come for her. The, the lead up race is the the thousand meter race behind End Journey. I thought Charm Run was probably the run of that race would drop the verse. You could have a look at them at sort of nine, ten dollars also. But I just I just thought Bubble Powers. Coming off a Horsham win, um, if she keeps her best form, she's probably right in it. But I think she's a bit hard to trust. And then Great Mama's no superstar. Just thought there was holes in this market everywhere. So I thought those horse, you know, 6, 12 and 13, you could probably chuck in your exotics. But I thought uh, flying on a limb is probably maybe not a bad one by three bet below the minimum. Mm, interesting rider and uh, the favourite here, Great Mama, Wiramu Pin, claiming three kilos. This is a, uh, a Kiwi apprentice. That sort of uh, was one ten from a ten from their last fifty. I know nothing about this rider, and uh, it's well, just, Nico does, isn't he? He's on. He's in. He's on Nico's next tip. So we'll get to that. Well, this is this is the, the first ride in Australia. But looking at punningform.com.au, Nico. Yeah, it, it, it will be. I'm pretty sure. So uh, 
Yeah, he's a he's a rider from New Zealand who comes here with a three kilo claim and has already ridden a Group One winner. He's uh, so he's, he's uh, yeah. so he's, he's very. He's, you can see why he's here. You he's, can see why he's here. He's, he's come over he, here. Yeah, ridden his claim ages ago. Yeah, and he gets here and he's got three kilos through through the winter. It could just be so very well. Like he's he rode a Group Two winner back only in March. He rode Brando to win over he, there. He rode full of sincerity in the Queens in the New Zealand Derby. He rode four winners well. last Saturday. A quad, a four at Awapuni, whatever it was. Um, my male, he was, I've read up, had a little look at him. He's he's uh, very similar, M. Walker. So very, he was very wayward, very wayward in and out. So the boy wonder, but went off the rails a couple of times. And now he's back and going good. And uh, yeah, here, three kilo claim during the winter. So, um, and you can see trainers have got smarter here because Luke Campbell's over here as well. So Luke Campbell's come out, he's only got two kilos, but he's the boy wonder from WA. He's come to Mar. The other good kid over there, Taj Dyson, he's coming over as well for the winter, three months, Mike Maroney. So these these apprentices are about to come have their time in the sun. So um, And I did see, that's why I look at him there because I saw he was on your next pick, uh, the, the mojo thing, but anyway, we'll get to that. He's, he's riding for Team Friedman. They, they've obviously got a good association with the Kiwis, with Brad Taylor being their racing manager. So I would imagine they'd be well across uh, his capabilities. We're, we're and a happy to use him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I see he rides for Forsman over there, and I thought, oh, he might just have one. Can we over here for one ride? He's got six rides or something. Oh, so everyone he's... knows he's this kid. You can have a kid, twenty-four year old, out ridden his claim two years ago, and you get three kilos off. He's going to be well and the fun. old Paddy Payne wrought in the jumps. Remember that when Paddy Payne rode over the jumps? Well, it's the Canberra Wheel Award at the moment. Forgetting the three kilos. Three kilos, and he's absolutely <laughs> dominating them. He's barely rode a loser over the jumps. Sounds like an ATM, little little. Did print Nico job. just compare oh. Campbell Rawilla to Paddy Payne <laughs> in the saddle? <laughs> That is that is the comparison <laughs> on the track at the moment. They said he's like Paddy Payne over the jumps. Con- that's, concussion that's what check. Concussion check. I'll too. Concussion check. I'm just check. sort of <laughs> passing on what I heard from a few old timers. I wasn't sort of around when Paddy Payne was over the jumps. So he was a Group One winning rider. Just won a Doncaster or something like that. Whatever he'd won, and so he squared turned it to the jumps. And so was he J-, J. Allen then? That was pretty huh? much the same comparison. Well, no, well, he was not... running Group One. Oh, yeah, 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 true. No, he was, he was, he was, a, he was in his prime. He was absolutely, he was a freak over the jumps. Freak yeah. trainer, Paddy Payne. And his weight was just what held him up as a as a rider. He was, he was incredible. I think he, one of his last big winners was was it Testarossa in the Emirates? Yeah, he, he rode eight? in all the Group Ones. Rode all, all, always. Yeah, he was an absolute gun. Then all of a sudden, here he's over the jumps. Well, so we found one here. We're removing climbing three. This is the new Rort. Sandown race four is the next race we're going to have a look at. Cutting Queen's favourite here, 650. Do your punk seven. Jaconi seven. Sandy Prince, $8. Skywolf, 850. Tasman Park, 950. Vitruvius, 11. Mr. Mojo Ryzen. Jim, Jimmy Morrison, $12. And that's the horse that we're going to have a look at here on the $14 line is Scan 2 and Hello Broadcast, which was a huge run at last start. But we're looking for the horse in the green, the Forsman runner. Yeah, this is uh, Mr. Mojo Ryzen. He came to this run off a massive win at Avondale where he sat back in the field and routed them up and was one of the biggest wins you'll ever see. Um, I don't think he beat much on that occasion. I think they just rode him a bit too warm here. He just didn't finish off. Uh was a good early tempo, which sort of DK um, set, and then Euphoric got over the top here, Private Jumbo. This form looks pretty strong. They run really good figures on this occasion, and I just thought in a race where there is just holes in a lot of these horses that are either first up or uh, haven't trialed or jumped out that well, where they're sort of at. You know, this horse over in New Zealand has run second in the Hawkesbury Guineas behind Pierre. Pierre was okay in the Hobartville here, and then you can back up that form. Sort of last start, Euphoric goes to the three-year-old race in his favor, and I think that three-year-old form is okay. As well, back there is eleven into five dollars. Gets pin on who uh, rode him in the Hawkesbury Guineas when he rode run second. He's had uh, I think two or three sits on the horse, so he knows the horse. Um, and he drops big time in the weight, so he goes fifty-seven and a half down to what fifty-two and a half. 
So I thought there was just a enough for him that he gets a soft, probably a softer running behind the speed. I hope they ride him a little bit colder than what they did the other day. And it's sort of $12 in a race where you could sort of have a few knocks on a few of these horses, given a few of them are fresh and, uh, you know, probably reach their mark a little bit. Uh, he's a horse that has a lot of upside. You get the the gun New Zealand jockey, gee, we're giving him a big rap on this show. I've heard him have a big rap everywhere, to be honest. Listen to RSN and they'll give him a huge rap oh, as really? well. Yeah. So, um, a soft ground, if there is soft ground, that's only going to help it too. Soft ground it? tick, apprentice under the minimum. We saw that a bit last week with a few, few of the horses that were running big races. So uh, I think it's a bit of a and, deadly pearl in the winter. And you're right, it's underrated knowing the horse and having the sit on the horse. Yeah. And, you know, and that's, you know, that's probably why he wants him to ride it, you know. So you think it would be ridden a bit quieter, Nico? Yeah, on a tricky day, I thought you'd probably have something on here at $12. I think the mark will probably find it and you could be uh, hopefully getting a collect. Only comment I'll make is uh, old uh, Johnny Allen, Cardigan Queen down at the ball. Wasn't that an absolute group one slaughter? And he got outridden by D. Perez on Vibano when we, uh, that's we no, launched. That's no disgrace, mate. What? D. Perez. Yeah, he's a great jockey. He pulled, he literally, John Allen, I think the horse was heavily backed. Cardigan Queen, and he pulled his pants down. He just completely panicked and went up the, the wrong part of the track. It's definitely in play. Drops down to 54 and a half, barrier 14. She's probably just going to need the pattern in favour. She can't really put herself in the race, but uh, if she brings her best, she, you know, she's a deserved favourite, you would have thought. But Mr. Mojo rising just out of the the hot form race last start with the big figures, I think the Mark will probably have a look at him. All right. If you want more of Nico's stuff, Mounting Yard Mail, uh, three to five minutes before the race, all via Telegram, and it's the final word. So that's what we like to uh, – on Vongole last week, $70. Yeah, it was a good result. EJ. That's pretty impressive. We did the EJ double into pinstriped as well. So that was probably 300 to one EJ to train to double at Flemington, but uh, we managed to snare both. Too good. Punningform.com.au is a big sponsor of ours. Uh, they're the best form guide in the business. They've got um, benchmarks. They've got speed mapping capabilities, uh, black book function, and they're just about to drop uh, a brand new worksheet. So big things on the horizon. So now's a really good time to sink your teeth into uh, punning form, and it's just about to uh, sprout wings. Speaking of sprout wings, Randwick Walt. You sure that also is called Celestial Legend? Wasn't it? I don't know. Why? We'll hear its name again. Don't worry. Yeah, it was the last a, race that horse wins. Mate, this is absolutely cracking, cracking run. Mm. Big grey thing. Mm. Mm. Burst clear. Mm. Burst. Oh, Celestial Legend. What do you think it's called? Hey, I just. Oh, today, mate. It was a week ago. Hey, I don't know. You've I had a couple know. of bits since. It's, yeah, it's, Twitter takes a lot out of me these days. <laughs> it's a hundred tweets later for Walt. It's not oh, Betfair this and Betfair that. Oh, he's been on. He had a big week on the tweet. Well, how, how good was Terry Bailey though? How good best. was he? How good even was though, he? even oh, though he got he got blocked and an old mate had the pads on heavily, he still <laughs> Jesus didn't he have a he big was, go. It was that was great. You know that could that yeah as I said that never happened in New South Wales or anywhere else. And for have TB going hard at a at a at a, at a PRA. Well, at least, at least he said he told the truth. At least he said well, what, at least what the he problem opened was. He wouldn't, let him spin it out. he wouldn't let him spin out of it. Wouldn't let him no. spin out of it, would he? No, he was a, no, that's it. And he held him to it. And, and even though he refused to answer it and, and gave a little padded, padded response, he, it was still well and truly put across, which is all you can do, right? Mm. There, there's zero journalists in New South Wales, maybe the exception of Adam Pengelly, that have a crack at anything like that in New South Wales. Anything else they they'd lose their jobs. They'd lose their jobs. It'd be the end of them. You know, what are they going to do? I know you said they're spineless, Scoot, but still, what are they, what are they going to do? They put their careers on the line? Yeah. What, I mean, I know, you know, well, that, that's got a decision you've got to make and they're probably in their ages with families and things like that. It's not like they're an old Juno's washed up like, say, Kenny Callender at the end of his career and can tee off or something because he doesn't care, mm. you know. 
Like Volandis is just yeah, it's just um, it's just what what Brian Kruger was saying. Like you know, reading into it, just just dealing with the whole Volandis racing New South Wales and stuff is just a shit show. And not just race Victoria versus New South Wales. Every other PRA in Australia. As it's like they just isolated themselves yeah. from what he was saying. He's suing it? them all. He's suing them all as a group. Every other one. He's taken them to court. But everyone else is the problem. Sorry. Keep it positive. No comment. No. <laughs> well, you let all yours go in the check. Well, well, well you're, you've <laughs> well, already been. There's a reason you're for You're in the gulags now, so you're well, done. He's, I'm, he's I'm got part you. proof of what, he's, what he does. If you, you're if done. You, so, yeah, that's it. I've got no reason to say anymore. Mm. <laughs> what a game. Let's talk Randwick Racing. What a product. Expensive product to bet in, but uh, great if you own a horse. Randwick Race 7 is an 1,100-metre race. It's the Fujitsu Air Stage Handicap. Would love to be in the Fujitsu box at Randwick with Mark Taylor. Mark this, Taylor. Yeah, it would be great. I own a Merc. Um, Carly, Carly Electric's horse. Get home, you yes. good thing. You hope you're tipping it, Walt. Get home for, for Carly. And Rachel <laughs> Schumacher's back aboard. <laughs> for, you could be tipping Kin, so... 420 to 380, Kin 380, Chief Conductor 850, Billion Dollar Baby $10, Traporti $12, Lady Brook 14, Commander Approved 16, and better the rest. I own a Merc. Let's have a look at its trial here. It's uh, at the back in the white in the middle. with the purple hat. And is Schumacher on it? She can't hold Schumacher's it. Schumacher's on it. She's yeah. absolutely swinging off it. They've ridden it back into trials, which I don't mind here. Fast run race, 1,100 first up. Um, has been gelded, which I thought was important. He had a few little tricks um, last time in. Doesn't look to have grown a hell of a lot, but still looks to have um, physically strengthened up, which is important. But um, trial kind of speaks for itself there. Finishes off uh, under a... Absolute hold, uh, that sort of horse that it's, um, I think, sort of ridden a pair or two back with cover is going to be its go. Inside draw here with with Schumacher aboard, it's just going to need clean air. There's definitely enough pressure in the race. Um, but it will be heart and sleeve uh, for, for for quite a while, no doubt. But it's it's one of those horses that I think, you know, if she even if she gets held up to the sort of the 200, um, yeah, it, it's got a, a nice enough turn of foot to get over the top of these uh, dangerous horse, probably Billion Dollar Baby is going to be in a similar spot, very fit, similar sort of horse. I don't think it's as good a horse, but can un- unload a, a, a nice little dash if, it's, um, if say, it was held up and uh, Billion Dollar Baby got the run. And I thought the roughie in the race that I'll definitely be making a win is so am I. I um, expect it first up at Scone and it was just a complete forgive. I think this horse is a big track, sort of 1,100,000-metre horse, and it's like 30 to 1. So, um yeah, Rachel, Rachel Schumacher. I hope she's not got the pedal down on Saturday. I hope she's got the powder dry like she did in the two trials there and, and uncoiling late. I think um, I think it's a pretty nice horse. I own a Merc. Did level out a bit late last prep, but it was. Um, I think it's the gelding's been uh, a good a good move and hopefully it goes to another level this this time in. Beautiful. Looks like uh, a bet to me. Race eight at Flemington is the next one. This is the James. Flemington. Sorry, mate. At Randwick. Sorry. Christ. Wrong HQ. So, yeah. <laughs> Race 8, James Tedesco, Outreach Program Handicap, 1,100 metres. Fox Fighter favourite, $6. D Horn Unicorn, $6. Dragonstone, $6.50. Pizarro, $6.50. Malkovic, $10. Conscript, 11 Titanium Power, 12 Through the Cracks, 15 Shaquiro, uh, $17. And then you got Space Boy, 18 The Face, uh, $19. Let's have a look at a couple of replays here. The first one I'm going to have a look at is These are both Fox, trimmed up. Ugh. Fox Fighter. 
Yeah, so Fox Fighter, he's, he's kind of worked out. I, I pray that he's worked out that this is another short course, big track horse. First time it gets to sort of Ramwick 1100. Um, this is through the cracks that it, there's not, what's it, what's it called? The Think about think it. Think about sorry, it on the it's, outside it's of it. Here. Trying to chase home here. Very slowly run race um, this day. They went way too slow up front. So again, uh, was against uh, Fox Fighter's pattern sort of to be back and where it was. It didn't help him. Think about it. We'll probably go around close enough to a, a Stradbroke favourite if it's um, if it runs well on Saturday. So that form should well and truly hold up in a race like this. Again, looks like there's well and truly enough pressure. You've got um, the face drawn out wide. I know Space Boy's in the race here. Uh, Titanium Power back in trip. Malkovich, there's plenty of pressure up front and uh, he should be having no excuses. Randy Adkins scares the life out of me at mm. the best of times, but this horse pretty much rides itself. The Schiller suspended. Yeah, uh, yeah, Super Schiller. So... Um, he should be sort of midfield and, and getting to the middle, which should be fine, rail in the true position. And um, the other horse, so we no replay for it. We're just watching, just talking no, about it. Oh, here got it is. D-Hill and Unicorn in the pink. So, again, this was a this was a pretty decent. That's Malkovich up front. This day was the fence was worth lengths. Um, you wanted to be sort of one or two off. It was a bit of a weird day, but I definitely think it was the right place to be sort of just behind the speed with cover. And Dehorn Unicorn was a bit soft in the betting. Thought there might be more money for him. His trials were a little bit soft. So, I think this run will really bring him on and he sort of grinds to the line a bit here in, you know, arguably the wrong part where sort of Quantico and Ethelric have had um, had nice runs in front of him. I thought it was a nice blowout run. Uh, you know, Randy Adkins was one. I've Rachel Schumacher in the last and I've got Kathy O'Hara on Dehorn Unicorn. But um, <laughs> that's the sort of day it is. Uh, yeah, and they were sort of seven fifty, I think $8 and $6 is sort of pushing the friendship, boxing up these two. But um I guess you just pray that you get a, a, a six out of ten out of one of them, and um, they both look extremely well set up to 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 run very well here. Deal and Unicorn, the low draw should be right behind, and Fox Spider should be coming down the middle, and they both should be strong through the cracks. An interesting horse first up, um, but he's sort of he, I thought he was a bit dour and get a bit old, um, bit older too. So I thought maybe eleven hundred should be too sharp for him. I couldn't really see too many other horses that. Uh, we're, we're well placed. Bizarro's a horse that's not really one of mine. Backing on the inside, it'll, it'll need all the luck, I think. So, um, yeah, just sort of one of those races where you just keep coming back to no matter how it's run, these two horses should should be finishing off nicely. Mm. I'll tell you what, just knowing Walt's patterns, if he's found Kathy O'Hara, Ad Andrew Adkins, uh, Rachel King, and then even Dildo Gibbons on the um on The, the Dildonator, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's if been he's testing found the these, these four jockeys as bets, he is horned up deluxe oh. on these runners. You must well, bet in both of these right. races and pull the trigger. If I was a corporate like uh, Matty Tripp, you know, with his 100 to 1, I'd be getting 100 to 1 the field in the mid in the uh, highway because if anyone wants to have a good look at what a train wreck looks like in real time, watch the highway on Saturday. It's going to be a nightmare. Some of the riders that would dead set not have uh, Ramwick in their GPS. They'll be they'll be heading there for the first time in a long time. And yeah, it's going to be some interesting racing big fields at Ramwick Saturday with a lot of the jockeys away and uh, a few suspended. It's an interesting time to be betting in New South Wales. Yeah, well, they've just gone to 160,000 each race up in there. So it's, um, they've just re raised themselves. From I like that one. So again, you like it's a it, not being too negative, but it's, they, they should at least. Be honest, okay. We're putting it up to one fifty because then it reaches the premium tax for the bookmakers. So therefore, we make more money out of the punters on those days, and and again, we're going to get worse odds on all those meetings as punters. Why not just say that rather than say, oh, we're putting we're six and a half million where we're just oh, we're throwing two thousand here there to mask what we're really doing. Just be honest about it. Mm.
Yeah, I did see Ray, Ray just give it a nice little fluff, fluff, fluff up mm. on uh, Thoroughbred Central. Oh, and to come in line with uh, country racing, like you posted that, that graph from that fella, he's a very – I like the fella that – um, Paul Ferrari. Yeah, Ferrari. The Ferraris, he's got some good insight and um, – yeah, like the, the problem is, okay, you get, what do you get, 22000 or something for winning a country race, you get 160 for winning in the city. It's always been something similar like that, but it still costs you very similar to feed the horse that wins the $22,000 race compared to the 160. So, yeah, there's a there's definitely an imbalance there somewhere. All right, if you're sick of, uh, do you, got, you guys got any comments or questions about those horses in, in Sydney, Nico or DK? No. No, no, I just like that, that Walt's horned up about dehorned unicorn. Lots of horns. Yeah, you know? the horns, a lot of horn. <laughs> Hang on, here he is. Where is he? Here he is. I'm Where? just waiting waiting for Carly's video. <laughs> the unicorn. Car- Carly's uh, comments around the Iona Merck gelding. I feel, oh, yeah, we were going back and forth there for a while last she'll, time. She'll watch the she, show. Yeah. She'll tune in. She'll love it. And she didn't she was just like, oh, we've got to get Rachel off her. And then um, I think she won on it, didn't she? won on it the day we half liked it. And then uh, now, the now they're besties. Yeah, now they're the besties. Day. wonder if she's going to the races Sunday. We'll I think she moment. is. I think she is. DK, all about it. Will she be dehorned? It's got the uh, direct line in. Oh, it's a different race. If you want the direct line into racingwatch.com, check out uh, Johnny's website. Uh, You've got the Telegram group or you've got the Discord chat and uh, you can just stop following him on Twitter with all these jibber We've got blokes tuning in from the Croatian craps tables this morning. Do you see that? It's just never miss a moment. (laughs) You see, anyone got any mail before I go to bed? I'm just at the craps table in, in Croatia or something. There's some... Genuine lunatics in there. Is that the same lot that was posting pictures of his feet at uh, hey. in Greece? What? There was some bloke taking a picture of him. You know, he's trying to do the oh, leg, yeah, the leg yeah. shot. When he's at the at the. Uh, he, could, he was he just it was like he zoomed in on his feet, and you could see his toenails and stuff. I didn't really. <laughs> I, did, I didn't uh, zoom in personally on the toenails, but was, obviously you're a, you're a feet man. It was a bit, a bit much. So, man, I wish it's I, filthy. He couldn't he didn't they didn't make the back of the toilet door. Nah. If I if I had if I had a fetish, it wouldn't be feet. <laughs> Donnie's best is next. Celeste, celestial legend. Yeah, we'll call it that. We'll call it celestial legend. Phil last week, and he's absolutely on fire for the uh, the little birdie syndicate. So make sure you uh, jump on board there. But I think he's back to Eagle Farm this week. G'day boys, back to headquarters at Eagle Farm this weekend. Can't wait for the carnival to keep on rolling up up here in Queensland. Looks like some cracking races, and keen to get amongst it. Uh, the best bet this weekend comes up in race two, Magnus Bellagio. First up, um, it was very good. It was only a length and a half off second favourite, Manhood. Um, last out at Doomman, it got back, ran home very hard, got the best last runner of the day. It's around 20 to 1. I think it's great value. Have more the place line. Um, I think it's a, a really good chance to run a place. There's talk that Antino may come out, but we still have fair price about Magnus Bellagio, even if it does. So that's the best bet in race two. In race three, I got my own horse. I got a small share in Calipore. It's racing against Serpentine. My head's saying Serpentine's going to win. It's uh, first up, last out over 2,200. It went very slowly, but was still too strong for Calipore. Meeting three and a half kilos, better off at the weight. It's going to be hard for Calipore to turn the table. We're cheering for him, but I think Serpentine's going to be too good. So the two bets are race two, Magnus Bellagio each way, and race three, um, Serpentine, but hopefully Calipore beats it. See you, boys. Do you reckon he's just trying to reverse sort of mock there, make it his best bet so he wins either way? Is that it? Well, it's interesting. He's sort of Clark off Serpentine or Clark on Serpentine beats Calipore. Clark on Calipore. Calipore gets home. Clark back on Serpentine. Maybe he's... Maybe he's Team Clark. Maybe he's finally come across to the dark side with me. 
It's um, it's a good setup for Serpentine by the look there. And I heard listened to an interview with Ado. He said it worked really well. So you know, fresh to twenty four hundred off that last start win looks um, looks very nice for that horse. Carlapore Shin's going to have to produce one of his better rides, I think, to find a nice position and um, and not have to give too big a start away to um, Timmy. He'll be up the front rolling. Mm. I thought I've had a look at this race, and I thought Fancy Man might be, I guess, the X factor. Second prep for uh, Annabelle now, and I thought the big blowout ruffy was Platinum Invader. Uh, was it Lisa Lada? Ryan Maloney gets the ride there, so I think it's form around the uh, Auckland. I think it was the Auckland Cup at one, and uh, he's just it's got out. two mile form, hasn't it? Yeah, it, it's it'll be a, strong. Yeah, out and out stayer. So uh, thirty one dollars Platinum Invaders, a nice little uh, knockout bet that you uh, have to make a winner in my book. I would have thought. Let's have a look at uh, the top sport steamers uh, race two. Again, there's a few people here um, betting around Antino who might be scratched there. So he's two dollars seventy. He's got sixty one kilos. I'm not sure where Golan's going to go with that horse because they had uh, pretty high ambitions. But it looks like it might be uh, they might have botched it up somehow. Uh, race two number eight is Salik from the Waller Yard. I'm not sure why it failed first up, but there's a duck egg next to its form. Two hundred fifty at twenty six dollars. Yeah, it's it's hard to knock that bet, isn't it? Like it's the horse has got ability. Um, I'm not really sure what happened to it first up, but a dangerous stable, and I'm definitely not going to uh, talk anyone out of uh, twenty six dollars. One of his runners in in a race like this. Hmm. It's only beaten five lengths in the dark jewel behind more profits. Bring bring the yeah, it comes back short, to a short. class six. Yeah, huh? comes back to a class six. Yeah. Super duper there, $26. So I'm thinking uh, that's going to disappear shortly. Race six, uh, number nine is the next bet here, 500 at 850 Solidify. Uh, this looks like a bit of a chinky size produce. you got Zia from the Waterhouse Botyard at 440 favourite. Uh, Chrysor, uh, $5. Armed Forces, 850. Sofredo, 950. Snapback, $11. I went and had a look at the replays of uh, Solidify. I might try and tweet it out on the Little Birdie account. Uh, jump to our Twitter page if you want to have a look at the shortcut for that. But um, G1 easily. They went super slow uh, on his last start in a listed race, and he won so, so easily, this horse, this Kiwi horse. I thought it and um, Chrysor were the, were the two here. Any thoughts on the Chrysor gate spot? one's a bit of a nightmare. If it gets the run, if it gets a Nash special, it'll it'll run well. Um, <laughs> Z is very short for mine. There's a heap of speed. I actually didn't mind Gay's other two in the race, Hyde Park and Azula. 25 to 1, I think they're both sort of progressive horses that aren't, you know, much different to, to Zia and Zia's $4.60. So um, it looks a bit of a, a very fast run race. So I'd be looking for strength. Even Californian, $17, looks a, a big price. It, it sort of has been not suited its last two starts. I know it's in, in Sydney too and, and and they might not go here with a 17 gate, but I actually don't mind that draw in this race just because it looks like there's any amount of speed in it. Um yeah, Chrysler, or whatever. It's definitely the the one that sort of stands out uh, if it gets the right runs through. But probably four eighty short enough. I'd be looking for value in that race. Mm. Hyde Park's an interesting one. I sort of half found it, thinking that it could be anything back to dry. I just didn't know what Tim was going to do with it. Yeah, and I was, I was on that horse of Lamming's last start that sort of was going to put six on it, and um, maybe it half stopped, but it was certainly running away uh, at the, at the end too. It looks just a strong horse that you know potentially a, a wide draw if he just sort of gets in a rhythm might just keep. Keep on trugging. Mm. So interesting one there. So the market should tell the story. Uh, the Kiwis do have a pretty big opinion of uh, Solidify, but uh, definitely a race that looks up for grabs, as Walt says. Race eight, number two, a case of you, 600 at $8.50 here. Uh, pretty good run behind Giga Kick last time, I thought. And M Zara now takes over uh, from Benny Thompson, who uh, he's going to ride uh, Shiloh for the O'Day and Hoisted 
yard. It's been back to 31 into 18. He looks like a bit of a knockout, but um, I thought I'd think about it was a little bit short here at $5. It's sort of – It is with a 59, isn't it? Yeah. Like um, if it was a handicap and it snuck in, you'd say he's definitely the horse that's on the up that looks super dangerous, but um, sort of an awkward draw. Very adaptable horse, but still an awkward draw. Uh, he seems priced to his absolute best considering the horses that he's taking on. Um, Volano's a forgive it lost a plate last time because that would explain why it was so plain. Um, I'm a little bit worried about Rothfire. Deep into his prep, he seems to sort of train off, so hopefully Robbie Heath gets found a solution for that or kept him a little bit fresh. And King of Sparta obviously loves Eagle Farm. There's one of yours there, Converge. 1,300's got to be a little uh, – well, you know, he's got a good oh, – he's 1 to 1,200. So 1,300's got to be the sort of end of his tether, hasn't it, Rothfire? It, it's a horse that will suit Shin's style. Converge, uh, I saw 25 to 1 earlier in the week and then – when I saw it draw one, I went back to look for the 25 to one. It was $8. So, uh, uh, yeah, I think he's very well suited. Whether this is his grand final or not, uh, I don't think it will be. But, um, yeah, all reports are he, you know, he, he's going quite well and uh, dry track inside draw really suits his style. He can sort of get out and let rip. But, uh, yeah, it's, it looks a tough race for mine. It's not really a race. It's uh Appeals to me. Mm, Paul Ailey could be a knockout. Boom, Ellum can ride that a little bit cold. And I thought Gentleman Roy could run a big race. But again, he's got Barry 18, so he's sort of up against it. I think by default, you could have easily taken the early price on uh, a case of you. It's sort of D Day for it a little bit. Nico, any thoughts or DK? No, not really. Thought case of you is probably uh, right in play. But you know, I got a lot of time to think about it. And I don't think they'll wait for age scale. That race is the, the, the horses he has to carry level weights with he just could be better than anyway so it's probably not too much of a worry for me there that, that's it Elaine. he could come out and be like clearly the best horse in the race potentially just he's just a winner isn't he so um yeah he's not a horse you really want to oh you, you definitely can't pan him or take him on and he's five dollars not if he's six to four so I, I agree with nico all right we'll see how uh that Plays out. DK, anything out wide uh, for us? You are yes, the winner. Yes, Scooty, yes. Got to redeem as well. Luckily, no one would have burnt, hopefully, last week. But uh, Cranbourne race three tomorrow night. Kuro Shizino or something like that. Uh, I thought he'd be winning. I think it's about six to four in the early market. But uh, looks uh, progressive. Billy Egan, give it the grouse and uh, home you go. What's it called? Two Kura Chizino or Kura Zino or something like that. Kura Zino. You on at 480 or something like that? Wide all the way last start. I think I've had a wide run. Billy will give it the peach this time. What price did scratch, you get? Scratch for harder. And if it lobs, I'll sing it. I'll sing simply the best for DK next week. I'll, What's that? If it wins, it's Kura Zino. I'll come, <laughs> yeah, in with, I'll come in with the wig on, high heels. I'll do the lot. It'll be wouldn't. It wouldn't be the first time you dress like that. Well, I have to dress down when I come in here. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I think we might have to try and uh, dig out some YouTube footage of Walt with his um, cross-dressing. He's, he's right into it. <laughs> you have many times. Mate, it was my sister's 50th. I just went to another level, all right? Done it once. He's, he'll do it again. Kurishin Zeno, uh, Cranbourne Race 3, number three, Billy Egan on fire, and uh, DK's probably on at 480. I love him, don't I love Billy Egan? The, the trainers, the trainers, and the trainers. Yeah. They get their horse back in one piece. That's probably why. You know, he just looks after him and, yeah, he just, um, yeah, no, they all love putting him on. Seems a good combo too, him and Luke Oliver. They seem to go really well when they combine. So yeah. it could definitely be on there. I used to love backing Luke Oliver's horses about 10 years ago. I don't, um, I don't keep up with it anymore, but he could definitely get one ready. Mm. Billy Egan doesn't like any confidence too. That's what you need in this game. All right, it's been a great show. We've been super positive. And even DK, he's cleaned out his pooey nappy and we'll be back next week for um, more action. It's just Queensland Carnival now until, what, until we Mate, take a break. can we drop July. off talking about Adelaide from now on? 
Is that it? If you had your Adelaide yeah, that's fix. Right. Adelaide about their time. That's yeah. it. Let's find something else to blow about next week. <laughs> Breeders' tax in Adelaide. Can you put them both in the bin? <laughs> yeah, we well, yeah, well. Thanks, mate. It's getting boring, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's getting boring. <laughs> See ya. See you next week.